Welcome to Radio Thailand, and this is Sunday Dhamma Talk, and my name is Pra Mahapaiboon Happy Puno. Do come and see you every third week and the fifth week of the month. The program that will bring you the teaching of the Buddha in many aspects. My job is to touch on meditation. And today I would like to run a series, a series in which we'll teach you about the meditation. Will be the three parts series, and this will be the first part, first episode of the meditation series. In the first episode, we will learn about what is meditation and how to do it. And the second part, we will start practicing the Serenity Meditation. And the third part will be insight. First, let's start with what is meditation. Meditation is concentration of the mind, because if your mind is still attached to sound that you hear from your ear, all thinking in the past, which is mind objects, that. You recognize through my domain. This means your mind is enslaved by those senses. When your mind is enslaved by those senses, you are not really free. You will not see things as it is, and you will not be able to understand your own mind. What you will only see is all those senses: the sounds, the pictures, the forms, the tastes, and the Thought. You recognize a thought. It doesn't mean you know your mind. Meditation is about knowing your own mind. The mind is not the thought. Your thought and your mind is two different thing. How is it different thing? Because all this is in my mind. That's why I would like to clear this off first. What is meditation? Meditation is about study of your own mind. When your mind is concentrated, then you will be able to see what inside your mind domain. The mind and the mind domain is two different thing. Like the sound, the sounds that you hear as a music, like people playing piano and they singing and they playing. Is not the same as people talking. Is not the same as the noise you hearing in a coffee shop or a politician giving a speech. The speech which is same as the sound, which is same as the music, but it's not the same. It's different. They are the same as sound, but it's not the same as the type of sound. You see. Similarly, whatever mentality. Whatever mind objects, it's not the same. Your mind is not the same as your thought. Meditation is about segregation. It's about concentration. It's about knowing all these differences, and realize it, and seeing it as it is. And in order to understand what it is, it could be good, you know, if we also know what it is not. What is not meditation? Meditation is not a ritual. 
practice that you perform and hallelujah and then you become enlightening and you could become a, a saint or a sorcerer or a, a wizard. No, that's not meditation. Another myth of meditation is that you have to do it in a certain format, in a certain form. Like you need to close your eyes, you need to sit cross-legged. Okay, that's one format of it. But it's not necessary. You can do meditation while you are running, jogging, having meal, doing your own thing in the restroom, or even talking. Like what I'm doing right now, I'm talking. I also meditate. Because if my mind is not in the meditative state, I cannot deliver my speech. I would not be able to talk to you well. My choice of word would not be good if my mind is not in the meditative state. Now, even while you do an exam, when you go through an exam, pass through from primary school to secondary school, or through higher education, even in your daily life, while you are having meeting, let's say you're in a work environment, meeting about this subject, if those participants in the meeting is not in a meditative state, they will not be able to talk to each other, you know. One person will talk about meal, another person will talk about that event, another person will talk about their own life, their families, all three or four people in the meeting talking about different things, and they would not be able to manage their meeting. So they have to be able to concentrate on certain topic that they want to talk about. That is another form of meditation. It's meditated state of mind that can come in any form, in any format, in different manner, different posture. Altogether, another myth of meditation is to gain a psychic power, to be able to understand other people's minds, read their minds, and this is a myth. Because meditation is about understand one's own mind, not other people's mind, and the psychic power is not a direct objective of having concentrated mind. No, the psychic power is just merely a byproduct, byproduct of meditation. Meditation consists of two parts, serenity meditation and insight meditation, which is the concentrated mind and the wisdom of the mind. Two parts that make one's have a power that will give you a wisdom. Yes, psychic power is part of the wisdom. It's not as important as be able to see things as it is, as they really are. Sometimes people prioritize wrongly. Prioritize those superhuman states of mind or the psychic power as a thing that more important than a wisdom, than a insight. So, meditation is not about gaining psychic power, but it is about 
gaining a wisdom, wisdom of perspective, wisdom to break through, break through the network of desire, the network of defilements that actually enslave us in this samsara. What is samsara, you may ask? Samsara is the cycle of death and rebirth, of which the life in material is bound. Like, how do you know that there is an end of tomorrow? Okay, when tomorrow comes. Yeah, when tomorrow comes, it becomes today, right? And today finish, over, it becomes yesterday, right? But the tomorrow always comes. Tomorrow, tomorrow will come. Tomorrow, yesterday will gone, but uh, another yesterday will rise. You think it's past, right? No, but it come back all the time, yesterday, from today. Today is same thing. How do you know there is tomorrow? Of course, there is yesterday. If there were yesterday, I quite sure that there are tomorrows that going to come. Okay, this is not a philosophical debate or discussion, no. But we just want to understand your own mind. By understanding this, is actually a superhuman ability, you know. It is as good or even better than those psychic power. Okay, now we clear the myth and the basic of misunderstanding of meditation. Now, I would like to go down deeper to give you more understanding of what is meditation. So we need to bring in certain terms or concept because for some meditation is quite new and their vocabulary or certain terms or certain understanding is limited. To be able to understand further, be able to practice and gain insight or serenity we need to have common understanding of the terms, and there are quite numbers of them. I've been trying to do this explanation in 30 minutes together with a practice, and it went not quite well because time is limited. I also have to practice. That's why I make this as a series. By this first episode, is explained about the concept of everything how to do what to do, and the practice is another episode. Okay, now, let's understand the term of your own mind, so that the next time I refer to, we have common understanding what it is. First, mind. There are not just mind. When we use it, what do you exactly mean? Because mind is form or name, something that intangible. It's not just like an object that you can touch. Okay, if you talk about a material, let's say a steel, this piece of steel, you can make it as a plate to become steel plate. You can make it as a phone, become a steel phone. You can make it as a pen, you become a steel pen, right? Pen plate, or car, or all these, make from this material. You can see it differently. One piece of material, you can do many things, right? 
and that is something that you can see, you can touch. Okay. Similarly, in your own mind, there are many things in mind objects. So we need to come to a term that we will refer to this and have a common understanding. First, mind objects. What is mind objects? Mind objects is come from the word Thammarum. Mind objects. Thammarum. Means the objects that you are thinking about. Your thought, your feeling. These are the mind objects. It's not the mind. Okay, the mind is different from the mind object. And what is the mind? Okay, there are three terms here. That consists of the word mind, mind objects, the one I refer as your thought, your feeling, and these are the objects. Also, mind domain. Mind domain is the domain in which all these objects arise. Similar to your ears. How does this same as my ears? Your ears only cognize sound. Your ear cannot cognize light. Your ears cannot cognize an odor or smell or a taste. No. If you dip your ear into a soup, no, you will not taste anything because the ear can only cognize sound, not the taste. Similarly, for you to cognize the mind objects, okay, for you to cognize the mind objects, that is my domain. Uh, is like a place. Yeah. But the mind is there's no place because its name is intangible. Comparatively, you can use your right arm, touch your left ear. Yeah, you can touch it because it is tangible, right? But your ear can only cognize sound. That's what it designed for. There are place which is beside your face on both sides that is the ear, and if it's in the front, that is nose, that is eyes. Those are domains, body or form domain. Eyes to cognize light or pictures. Ears to cognize sound. Nose to cognize odor. Tongue to cognize taste. Body to cognize tactile objects, which is like Cross, fine, temperature, hot or cold, and my domain to cognize mind objects. You, me, everyone, the Buddha, even animal have all these domains. Eye, ear, nose, tongue, body, and mind. Not any other mind, but to be precise, mind domain. In fact, we can actually say ear domain, eye domain, nose, tongue, body domain, and also mind domain. Because of these are domain, these are faculties. The domain and faculties everyone has. Let's say someone is blind. If someone blind means their eye domains is not working. So they can't cognize forms, they can't cognize pictures, they can't cognize right. They can't see anything, basically. Yeah, because there is no eye. 
that domain of the person is not working. Sometimes it's called senses. You can use the word senses, domain, or faculties. So there are six faculties. There are six domains. There are six senses. First five, something that you can touch, you can feel. We call all these as body. The sixth part, which is your mind domain, we call it name. So everyone, you, me, your neighbor, your pet, the Buddha, everyone has these two parts, name and form, mind and body. Mind, which is referred to mind domain. Body means eyes, ear, nose, tongue, and the body. So next time when we talk about mind, so please be more precise. What mind you are talking about, the mind domain or the mind objects? Okay, good. And all these domains can call it as a faculties, domain, senses. Another word is a base. These are the bases. Bases for sound is ear. Bases for odor is nose. And these bases of faculties or senses or domains, in fact, we can separate it as internal and external. You cannot cognize the sound if you don't have ear. The fact that you can hear my voice because you have ear. Or even though you have an ear or two ears, but if there is no sound, you also can recognize it because there's no sound. Similar to people who are blind. People who are blind, they cannot see form, right? Because the eyes is not good. But if you have good eyes, but if you are in the dark room, everything is dark. You can't see a thing even you have eyes. So there must have two parts, which is internal and external. Internal bases, internal domain, internal faculties, internal senses. And also need to have external. External means the form. The eyes can cognize it. And the eyes cannot cognize sound. Even without ear. For example, if someone who are deaf and they enter the room which is dark, his good eye cannot see. If that dark room has sound, he also cannot hear. Why? Because he's deaf. So there are two parts that need to come together. Mine also the same. My domain is internal. It's internal domain, internal senses. Mine objects is external. External domain, external bases, external senses, external faculties. Now you need to look at it from different perspective, no? Because most people were understanding that mind objects is inside them. Okay, I have this thought, I have these ideas. Sorry? Your thought, your idea is the objects, the mind objects. Yes, it's intangible. But not all intangible is the same thing. Now we segregate it, use the different terms. My domain, yes, is internal, internal basis, internal senses. Mind objects is external, 
is not different from sound recognized by ear. Mind object is recognized by my domain. Mind objects, your thought, your feeling is not different from an odor or a taste. An odor recognized through your nose. A taste recognized to your tongue. Mind objects recognized through your mind domain. It's two different things, you see. I refer it as the terms internal and external. Internal basis, external basis. The six internal basis. The six internal domain. The six internal faculties. The six internal senses. And the six external bases, six external domains, six external senses, and the six external faculties. Now you understand a lot of terminology. That's great, isn't it? One last one. The last one. The most important one that you can learn today is mindfulness. Mindfulness? Mindfulness, yes. It's come from the word sati. Mindfulness is not the same as mind objects. It's not the same as mind domain. It is mindfulness. Mindfulness is ability to recall. Let's say you can remember your parents' faces. You can remember what you eat yesterday. If you can recall what is the telephone number of that person, or whether you can recall what to do today and what to talk to that person when I see them. This ability to recall, ability to think about, that is mindfulness. Mindfulness is different from mind domain, is different from mind objects. But mindfulness is in the mind domain, yes? Mindfulness, mind domain, mind objects are three different things. Also, it's not the same as your own mind. These terms, mind objects, is tamarom. My domain is mano or chai. Mindfulness is sati. Mind, or can call it as my state, is jit. Jita or jit, different from mano. Mano or mana is mind domain. Jit. Chai is not the same thing. It's two different things. My domain is mano, is chai. My state or my is chit. You see, in the mind domain, there are a lot of things in this mind domain, not just mind objects. There are consciousness, there are mind, there are mindfulness. That's why I'm trying to explain here what is what. Let's recap again, yeah? Mind domain. This is the important one. Come from the word mano or mana means chai, mind domain. It's where all these intangible occur, rises, or ceases. What are those? We call it overall as mind objects. Mind objects is external basis. Mind domain is internal basis. Beside those mind objects and mind domains, there are mind, which is jitta or jit, the mind state. What are the differences? This is the one that you feel that is me. I am is belong to me. 
that is the mind or the mind states, different from mind objects, that is your thought. The person who thinks the thought, this is the mind, and your thought is mind objects. All this is happened in mind domain. Okay? Another term is consciousness or cognition. For you to be able to cognize the sound, right? You need your ear. Who cognize the sound? Your mind. Your mind, which is citta, cognize the sound through your ear. So this cognition is called consciousness. Ear consciousness arise in your mind domain for your ears to be able to cognize the sound. You see, this is the contact point. Consciousness come from the word vinyana. Vinyana or consciousness is the weakest link that connect mind and body. Vinyana or consciousness is the one that connect name and form. Your mind and your body, your name and your form come into play, come into contacted by consciousness. You can smell something, right? The smell touches your nose. Then you can cognize the cognition part, this one. Consciousness or cognition, vinyana, arise where? In your mind domain. As a mind objects. Who cognize it? Your mind. Your mind use a mechanism of consciousness or cognition. Go through outside, through your ear to cognize sound, through your nose to cognize smell. Your mind can go out. Your mind can run wild. Your mind can be restless because of these domains, the channel that you went. And when you talk about domains, faculty, basis, or senses, mind also as one of the senses. Your mind objects. People who daydream, sit stone, or thinking about certain things in their own mind. Okay? When someone say this, in their own mind, meanings, they wander in their mind domain through the mind objects because they have my consciousness. Who recognize it? Your own mind. Your mind has this my consciousness. Cognize the mind objects in your mind domain. Okay? If you don't really understand this, get this, listen again. Listen again. I think this example is very clear. For those who think about the past or certain event that they went through and they think about it, think about it, and they become depressed because their mind wandered means cognize through my consciousness Inside their mind domain, what are the things that they cognize? The mind objects. The mind objects is the story, the thought, whatever they think, and whatever you think or ponder, your mind will incline to that direction. Why? Because those mind objects is in your mind domain, and your mind pay interest, or observe it, cognize it, through my cognition, my consciousness. That's why your mind is 
incline into that mind objects. Whatever you thought. That's why people got depression because they thought about the past or unpleasant event very frequently, and they become depressed. And people who are very resilient also the same thing. They don't think about those mind objects in their mind domain. Who think about it? Your mind. How your mind think about it? Through mind consciousness, through mind cognition. When your mind cognize using mind consciousness, cognize what? Cognize the mind objects. Where? In mind domain. You see, this is not too difficult to understand. And I will come back in the next episode to practice this, to put all this into practice. And this is the first episode of the three parts series on how to meditate. Start from basic. And the basic simple that we went through this time is all the terms, terminology, and understanding of what is what in your mind. So that meditation will bring you clarity of the mind. And this is the Sunday Dhamma Talk. My name is Prak Mahapaibun Apipunno. And see you next time.